Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. This is a shotgun snap to Poe, who's going to throw it, caught, Demetrius Harris, touchdown, Kansas City! The first touchdown of the second half since November 27th is a Don Terry Poe touchdown pass! How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast, the official Kansas City Chiefs podcast for the UK and Ireland. I'm your host, Brad Simcox, otherwise known as the Brit Chief on YouTube. And joining me this week is Tom Childs and Dave Barnett. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah. Yourself? (laughs) There's some, some stuff happening. Should yeah, we, there is. We tell the listeners there's, about. Yeah, there's some big news. Breaking news. Yeah, uh, breaking news my way. Um, I ditched my girlfriend in the hospital so I could come here and record a po- podcast with you guys. You Yay. should probably rephrase that because that sounds quite <laughs> bad without context. No, no. Uh, basically, I, as you guys know, or as some of you know, that I'm expecting uh, a little boy anytime now. And we went to the hospital yesterday and she actually got induced. But it's taken a little bit longer than normal. And so instead of... Uh, being at the hospital with her now, um, which in fact I'm not allowed to be because the hospital kicked me out. I he says, to come here. He yes, says. I said, yes, my, my girlfriend and my soon uh, to be little boy mean more to me than the Chiefs. So I apologize. But um, <laughs> I'm not sure I believe you. I think that's allowed. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I'd like to think that's, so. That's allowed. So um, yeah, I'm here with you guys, just sitting here looking at my phone every two minutes, waiting for a phone call to, to send me back, basically. Um, so if you have to dash off, then uh, we'll we'll understand on the obviously on the podcast. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll start with saying I'll, I'll apologise this week. I know it was uh, I know it was Tom last week. Um, I'll apologise this week because I actually had the man flu over Christmas. So um, we did plan on doing this podcast pretty much straight after the Broncos game. I, I think it was, but um, yeah. Uh, apologies, guys. I was ill, so um, we we couldn't actually get you know, get it sorted at the time. With that, I think we'll go straight into the first part of uh, of our show. Um, as always, discuss the uh, the previous game, Chiefs versus the Broncos. Obviously, the result was amazing. And I think what we'll start with is who we thought performed well and just the general overview of the game, really. A few mentions, I think. Obviously, Tyreek Hill was a menace. Well, that's what I thought anyway. Um, I think he did. He get one touchdown, was it? Guys? Yeah, that, the big run. The the big run in, yeah, big run. It's, it feels like so long ago now, doesn't it? Um, Smith's movement and passing. I, I'll, I'll mention that this week because I thought Smith was quite mobile in this I game. Mean, that was the, um, the big thing. No doubt, Dave's going to mention something different. No, here. no, no. That was the big thing. That was much more happy about this week was. And probably for the first time this season. I think season, I mentioned. We actually saw. Yeah, I think Smith. I mentioned that. Yeah, Smith Smith looked like 2015 Smith, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I say something like 50 yards rushing in a TD. That's all you need. Extend drives when need to be. And I say it's the yeah. first time we've really seen him do it this year. And it makes such a big difference to this offense when he can extend plays with his feet and, um, yeah, just get that additional first down every now and again you know there's a reason we're so yeah. we've been so poor on third down this year is because we've lost that 
additional running threat from Smith. So yeah, to see him do that on uh, on Sunday was a nice nice bonus. I think for the yeah. first time that the Chiefs actually schemed for it um, on his touchdown run. They did the read option, didn't they? And um, yeah, great yeah, block by Kelsey, by the way. Yeah, he had got a great block on the outside, but straight away you could tell that Smith just had in his mind that he was running to the to the end zone, which was probably the first time we've seen that all season where he had his mindset and that's what, exactly what he was going to do. Um, and sometimes it does work. It, it, you can't do it every play. You can't do it every drive. But when the Chiefs need it. He should be doing it because it is it is a chain mover for us, and we saw it last season. And I'm glad he's back. Yeah, it's another dimension yeah, to the offense definitely. for sure, especially when we're not running the ball as effectively as we have done at times. You know, if you've you've got another rushing threat, it's you know something else to keep the defense on the toes. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a big plus. I think that was what was surprising, wasn't it, about this game? The, the, the Broncos just didn't know how to handle the offense. No, which is surprising for a defense as, you know, as good as theirs. As good yeah, as they I mean, are, yeah. They were ranked second in the NFL defensively, and yeah. uh, they gave up over 300 yards of offense for the first time in a game since, like, 1981 or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. From both sides, you know, the Chiefs and... The Broncos, a the Broncos giving up that many yards, and b the Chiefs getting that many yards in a in a half. Um, what what I liked was um, yeah they purposely went at Von Miller. There was one play where Tyreek Hill um, was like a jet sweep run around the back, and they just yeah. relied on Tyreek Hill's speed to beat Von Miller to the outside. And I think if you can go against like the the opposite team's best defender and still beat him, that's got to put a down on the rest of the unit that's out there. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I thought it, it it was a very different game, obviously, to what the what the first game was. What was it, week twelve, where it, it was it was full of sacks, wasn't it, from both sides? I mean, Houston was obviously on his game, and and Von Miller was on his game as well. But this time, it it it, it the pass rush just didn't seem to happen, didn't it, for well, either team? I don't know from the Chiefs' perspective, and I think back to the week twelve game. This I think eleven sacks combined in that game but yeah you know um i actually thought d ford got a ton of pressure i think he was credited with something like seven hurries you know without yeah. getting a sack simeon's pretty nifty he's not you know a immobile quarterback so he was yeah, quite slouch, willing to get rid of the ball if he you know could see pressure coming um but i thought d ford chris jones especially were in his his face all night, even if, you know, it's one of those deceptive games, I think, where the stat line doesn't kind of reflect their overall performance because I thought those two created a ton of pressure, especially um, in the first half. And on the other side of the ball, yeah. the Chiefs schemed well. They got the ball out really quick. Um, they didn't They didn't yeah. give it, give it the uh, Broncos pass rush a chance to get home. That ball was consistently out yeah. within two or three seconds. So that neutralises the pass rush sometimes. I think the job... Chiefs did a really good job of scheming for that that particular game. Yeah, and a shout out to to Mitch Swartz as well. Um, he's he was awesome. Um, yeah, brought him well, to do exactly what he did on Sunday night, you know, and that's deal with the pass rushes in the uh, AFC where you've got Khalil Mack, yeah. you know, Von Miller, Demarcus Ware, Shane Ray. You know, I've got Joey Bosa as well at the Chargers. You know. It's like a death row of pass rushes, so it's such a positive to have a guy like that holding down the right side of the line now. 
Well, that's the, uh, the that's the positives on the Chiefs side. What about is there any negatives we can take out of that that we the, the Chiefs need to build on? Do you think? Um, for a while, I thought the Chiefs were going back to the old Chiefs. You know, they didn't score a point in, in the third quarter. The second half. Yeah, and I, yeah, I was starting yeah. to get a little bit worried. Um, I just think that's the pessimist in me. And they went twenty-one nil up, and then obviously Alex Smith threw it. Uh, well, not twenty-one nil up. Sorry, they um, went fourteen up. Then Alex Smith threw the. Um, Interception, which I don't put on him. It was the throw was there. <coughs> Macklin was open, and the pass was just got home. The one time he did get home, and of course the under throw. But um, for a second, I thought the Chiefs were going to be the Chiefs, and they were going to let the Broncos back into the game. But yeah, again, special teams and defense come to our aid, and turnovers happened. And then obviously, well, when we got those. When we got those three points, I must admit I cheated. <laughs> was it like three points in eight quarters yeah. of the second half of football or whatever it was? Um, yeah, it was, I must admit it was a bit yeah. of a relief. I was going to say, if there was one negative, it was probably actually the kicking game on, on Sunday, you know, a missed field goal. And yeah, missed he missed one, point. didn't he? So, you know, yeah. obviously it's in a blowout like that, it doesn't matter, but in close games really, especially it was only, a, I think, a 37-yarder um, and obviously extra points. You don't really want to be missing. I know the the conditions weren't the greatest. It probably had some effect, but I say that's probably the one thing they will look to tidy up ahead of the uh, playoffs. I think one thing we have to mention in this podcast from that game, the bloated Tebow. <laughs> we have to mention that, that don't we? We have to give that else. a mention. I, I mean, I, mean I, I said that in my video on YouTube. I said it was the biggest Christmas present that Andy Reid could have <laughs> given the Chiefs fans because it was, it was a really rubbing the, the Broncos' noses in it. <laughs> well, as, as you know, um, I watched a game down at the mother-in-law's and um, my my sister-in-law's boyfriend stayed up and watched the game with me. And he ha- he doesn't support a team, but I told him to support the Chiefs. He supports Bristol City. They, I told well, him. They support, he supports <laughs> Bristol City. They wear red and white. The Chiefs wear red and white. Same reason I support our, uh, the Chiefs is because of Arsenal wearing red and white. So I said, stay up with me, watch the game, and then um, you'll be a Chiefs fan by the end of it. Anyways, he was enjoying the game and then... Dontari Poe did the uh, bloated Tebow pass and he just started <laughs> screaming. And uh, <laughs> Chiefs fan yeah, for life now, isn't it? What a great yeah. name for a play that is, by the way. Yeah. Isn't uh, it? We've bloated had Hungry Tebow. Pig and now Bloated Tebow pass. Like, shout Brilliant, out to me for those. Yeah, and then the, the yeah. next morning, the, um, the mother in law come downstairs and she was like, oh, was that you screaming at? quarter five in the morning last night <laughs> I was like no it was Sam <laughs> the new Chiefs fan and she's like oh another one <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's, it's not the, it, it it wasn't a player that was needed and I don't think it's something that they were ever going to think of putting it forward as a, a, a as a player in the playoffs that they were going to ever call I think it was just something that they thought you know we met, we mucked around in this in, in practice now, let's just see if it'll that, work but this the thing with this having happened now is does that put that shadow of doubt in opposing defences' minds when probably Poe He's comes into the game? It's like it. you've only seen him in that <laughs> yeah. fullback position, or you know him just trying to get that yard, power through. But now you see him in a backfield like that. Are you sort of, uh, we better take one man off the line and just keep yeah. him? Have a so bit of coverage in there. Yeah. Easier for those, you know, that just the fullback dives and make it a little bit easier to run the conventional stuff in the red zone. Well, I mean, any any player like that, they're gonna have they're gonna have two or three options, aren't they? It's not just going to be one, you know, you know, they'll have a the Tebow pass, but then they'll have a 
him running up through the middle or something, or then he'll probably toss it to. Was it Tyreek Hill was next to him as well? I can't remember. Off the top in the lineup, head, who honest. was it? I can't remember who it was now. But they'll have obviously different options in a player like that, won't they? Just in I case mean, that one window there'll be is different an open, options they'll, they'll practice, use but come game time, the play that's called is the play they'll run. If you know that had been yeah. the defender had stayed with Harris on that play, probably would have been stopped. It was just one of those. It's that is just a pure element of surprise kind of play. You know, you just... It was brilliant, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. I say really just rubbing the noses in it at the end. And it's like, you know, yeah. it's one of those you'd, you'd hate for it to happen against you. But when it happens for you or you watch that as a neutral, you can't help but love it. Interesting fact, Dontari yeah. Ponyal has touchdowns against all three AFC West teams. And is the heaviest player to ever <laughs> really? touchdown pass. Excellent. Stats. Um, Stats. Yeah, going on. Well, I think that sets us up nicely because we've got to obviously put that in the memory banks now. Moving forward, we've obviously got the title chase to happen now. Can you see the Chiefs beating the Chargers? And can you see the Raiders losing to the Broncos? Yes. Pure and simply. Yes, we Yes. I'm not going to be... <laughs> Can you see closed, it closed answer, no. Open answer. Derek Carr's injury. That's the reason why the Chiefs yeah. can still win the if AFC have, West. If you'd have asked me this question on, you know, Saturday morning, prior to the Raiders game, I'd have gone, mm, no, I'd expect the Raiders to win out and we'll probably be stuck with the five seed. Then the Raiders yeah. game happened and Carr got injured and all of a sudden there is a big opening there again because, as I say... Yeah. No offence to Matt McGloin, but he is not Derek Carr. Um, yeah. And he's, I say, going up against the Denver Broncos defence. You know, it's not like they're playing, yeah. you know, the Jags or the Browns or someone like that. It's a tough team on the road without your starting quarterback. That is a tough ask for any NFL team. And I um, think the Broncos will be hurting after last week. Um you could tell that game, uh, that loss really got to them. Uh, they're not the type of team, I think, to lay an egg. Elway's not that sort of person. Elway will want to win regardless. Well, it might make a difference on one draft spot. But this, this, they're winners, the Denver Broncos. They, they won the Super Bowl last year. They've got too much pride. There's That's, no way in hell that they don't go out there on Sunday night and perform. Yeah, as I say, same for any player. No player wants to to lose. You know, The players themselves, they'll, they'll want to win just for the their own pride. So, yeah, as I say, I think that is going to be a tough game for the Raiders and I could quite easily see the Broncos winning. Um, as for us, I mean, you'd hope we, you know, we should win that game. You know, the Chargers just lost to... Well, the amount of injuries... just lost to the Browns. Yeah, man, they might... Like, they hadn't won a game exactly. all season. And I know, like... A few weeks ago, everyone saw the Chargers as probably the best bad team in the NFL. Um, but, you know, good teams don't lose to the Browns. So, no. you know, no. if Who's we don't beat them, we only have ourselves to blame. It's as simple as that, really. Well, hopefully, Philip uh, Philip Rivers is going to be throwing a lot of in, uh, interceptions and things like that. So, I, I can see, I can only see the Chiefs winning Did that you, one. Um, Did you um, see what Keenan Allen's been tweeting out? Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Marcus, um, Peters. Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. Yeah. It's a bit weird. <laughs> sorry, bit weird. Hashtag yeah. bum. <laughs> it's like you've been injured for half of your career, and you know Marcus Peters has been one of the best 
corners in the NFL this season, so probably not the best time to be trying Did to throw see, shade. You obviously, Keenan Allen tweeted out, I know who happy I'm not playing this week, ha <laughs> ha, hashtag bum. Then Marcus Peters got asked about it today, and he says, his exact quote was, I ain't even worried about it. I'm worried about the Chiefs getting to the Super Bowl. Hashtag winner. <laughs> there we go. Hashtag I you winner. Here, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. it keep is, your yeah. minds on the, the road ahead and don't worry about whatever gets thrown in from, I say, a guy that hasn't cost me my fantasy football <laughs> since you know week one so yeah. yeah i don't think he's too worried about it and i don't think the chiefs are that worried about it either to be honest so we're all saying that uh the chiefs will beat the charges obviously um and we we actually think that the broncos are going to roll over the uh over the i raiders wouldn't say that uh, no, and handles no. the time i, would, I don't no. think they're all over the raiders i think that raiders defense will be fired up big time to try and sort of you know prove that they are not a one man team oh no i'm i'm going for i'm going for a roll um, <laughs> i'm going for a steamroller effect on that oh here you go guys they've got both games kick off at 25 past 9 on sunday night uk time yeah, yeah. take the oh, right before or after the AFC west title is decided before or after 1 a.m. or before if it goes on past 1am, I'm going to kill myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> Just too over, much tension. Over three hours waiting to find out what's going to happen. No, um, We've had too many heart attacks this season. We can't have any more. Yeah, Shoot. I really hope not, no. As long as, it, as long as it means we get a Super Bowl at the end of it, I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, that bye week would be real nice. I'll say that much. You know, you know what yeah. Reed's record is like after having a bye week to prepare for teams. So, yeah, yeah, that bye week would make a huge well, difference. Well, actually, hold that thought, because the next section of the show is actually uh, listeners' questions. Um, so it's basically the chance for all the listeners to ask Tom, Dave, and I any question they want about, the obviously, the Chiefs and, and up-and-coming games and that kind of thing. Um, and we've got a couple that have actually stood out. Um, main question here from Timothy Rowley. Now we've clinched a playoff spot, thanks to the Steelers. What do you think our chances are to get to the Super Bowl? What's our easiest situation in the playoffs? Now, it's that last bit of that question, I think, is the key one there. And I think, obviously, Dave was going straight into that there. So, um, thanks for your question there, Timothy. But, yeah, the what's the easiest situation in the playoffs? Is it the bye? Is it the bye? And then is it, you know, obviously, you know, playing the games from, from then on and having that rest period? Or is it taking on the likes of, is it possibly the Texans that we could be playing? Um... Yeah, I, what's the I best mean, way? What's you the best want route a buy, for us? Right, if you can, if you can get a buy, you get a home game. I, you know, chance to play against the Steelers. Though. Honestly, you're gonna have to play a good team at some point in the playoffs. I don't think it really matters. Um, you know, the big thing is, as I, as I said, is Reed after a bye week is lights out, and you give the Chiefs a chance to rest to get you know the guys that got any bumps and bruises you know, an extra week to sort of get ready and prepared and get healthy. You know, I don't see any team that wouldn't take that, to be perfectly honest, even if it does mean playing the Steelers instead of, you know, the Texans. At the end of the day, you're going to have to play probably the Patriots or the Steelers to get to the Super Bowl anyway. So, you know, what difference does it make really to me? But okay, you definitely well, want I've, that by. I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't necessarily agree what I'm going to say. But I'm going to play it anyway. So you, you're saying you 
get the Pittsburgh uh, at home in the divisional round uh, after assume they beat the Raiders or um, well, no, sorry, after they beat the Dolphins, Dolphins the Dolphins yeah. after they beat the Dolphins and then after that you have to go to Foxborough more than likely afterwards to go and play the Patriots yeah um, the way this offence is looking at the moment it looks like it is starting to get in gear and I, I assume the, the more games they play the more in gear they will get mm-hmm. would you not fancy the possibility of going to Houston first turning them over hope and say the Dolphins beat Patriots on Sunday they'll make Oakland the number one seed before we go any further with this scenario can I just throw it out there um, week two of this season yeah okay granted but sorry I who did I, we play on the yeah, road yeah 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 that's fair but I, I like to think that the, we killed yeah we killed us so the Texans are a different team to what they are uh, different team then to what uh, they are now likewise we're a completely different team to what we were week two it's a long old time but say for example the, the Dolphins beat the Patriots on Sunday and the Raiders win the Raiders are all of a sudden the number one seed so you could be in a position where the you beat the Texans, where you could be going to Oakland without Derek Carr in the divisional round, and in and more than likely in the other divisional tie, you've got the Patriots versus Steelers, which would be a monumental clash, and uh, it's going to take. I the, so, don't the Patriots have the one seed locked up? No, I, I I thought if Oakland win on Sunday and the Dolphins beat the Patriots, I'm pretty sure the the Raiders take the one seed. I thought I might, the I might be wrong. The... I might be wrong. I don't know. I might, we, we I might be wrong. That. Um, I'm going to have a look now. So if that was the case, is is there a case to be made for going to Houston, going to Oakland without Derek Carr, and then facing a Titanic clash against, say, the, the Patriots or the Steelers? Yeah, but, I mean, you, you've got a lot of ifs and buts there and mm-hmm. an extra game to play. If, you know, you win the divisional round and the Patriots get upset in the divisional round, you've got a home game for the AFC Championship game. Yep. You ain't going to get that as the five seed, or the odds of it as a five seed are. I don't I don't think it's ever happened, has it? Uh, the, not the, that I'm aware the, of. Is no. the fifth played to sixth. Um, so, you know, the likelihood of that ever happening is pretty much nil. So, you know, you've got a home game, a bye, and a chance of possibly hosting you know, the AFC Championship game if there's an upset in a divisional round or you have three guaranteed road games, you know, no chance of hosting the AFC Championship game pretty much and, you know, you're still going to have to play the Patriots or the Steelers at some point. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Uh, I'm with you. I just thought we, we should check being a, a, an established podcast that we are that we should we should uh throw out all the other options um just to further that point now if the, if the raiders do win on sunday and the uh the dolphins manage to beat the patriots the raiders would in fact be the number one seed right okay that, that, i stand corrected then i did not realize yeah. that was possible still yeah no, i would take that i would take a trip to well, um, oakland in the afc championship game especially without yeah without Derek carr for sure so I think the answer to that question, Timothy Rowley, I think is uh, we're undecided. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know which is the best way. Um, but obviously we're, we're hoping for a Chiefs. Uh, I can't say the word. I can't say that SB word. I just, I, I jinx them <laughs> if I say it. So I can't, I can't say spaghetti it. Bolognese, um, spaghetti bolognese, yeah? Chiefs spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking um, about. N- Spagball, Dave. <laughs> no, no idea. Spagball. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is this yeah, next question? Is outside what are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Next question is from Alex Bonner. Alex. Have we seen the full Andy Reid playbook or have we only seen parts of it throughout the season? Well, every time I think he's closed it up, he seems to open it and add a couple of chapters. Some of the things we saw, we're seeing <laughs> recently um, seem, to be, seem to be working and seem to be catching defences by surprise. You only have to look at the um, Travis Kelsey play. The other day, I know it's just a screen pass, and we've seen a million and one screen passes from from the Chiefs. Mm. But whenever we've seen a screen pass where you have a left tackle seventy yards downfield, only ten yards behind the the, the player scoring the touchdown, um, yeah, I think the playbook, especially with Tyreek Hill in, involved now. I was just is, about to say that I think the emergency Tyreek Hill yeah. basically made us throw some more ideas into the that playbook. That was a we? nice little so wrinkle it, against Denver, having Hill in the backfield. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I say the running game has been a bit below par for the past few weeks so that added wrinkle just just keeps them on the toes and then obviously you saw that little wrinkle again with the little uh, shovel pass to Harris off the play action on that stretch outside so yeah I say there's I I say I never think you see the full play what would read reads always got stuff I think um you know <laughs> Going on in his mind, he's got yeah. stuff. He's he's never yeah, he's got stuff. Um, I think he's always <laughs> yeah. trying to design stuff left, right, and center. Um, but and I say I don't think in any single game we've ever seen anywhere close to the the full playbook um, at any one mm. point this year. But um, yeah, we. I, I yeah, I had a theory on that on that that we've not been we've only been creaking open the playbook a little bit and and we're going to unleash it in the in the playoffs, but. Um, I don't know, and maybe that's blind faith. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking that uh, that that's massive hope that we're just going to suddenly start breezing teams uh, in the playoffs. That probably is. I know it is, and it's probably the room Pro- talking whenever probably. I'm watching the game. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, anyway. what you have got with Tyreek Hill um, now is you've got the ability to run outside the tackles, which Spencer yeah. Ware and Chikandrick West don't offer. It's a Jamal Charles, isn't it? Is Jamal Charles does run outside? That's the thing. It's like. The difference with Spencer Ware or Chark Hendrick West is they do one or the other well. What Charles does well is he can run between the tackles or he can run outside, and that's what makes such a big difference because you can't load the box or you can't split guys out wide with Charles because he will either beat you between the tackles or he'll beat you outside. Um, with Ware, you know he's more of a sort of, you know, just wear you down, run between the tackles five yards hit guys make them hurt and sort of just wear defenses down west is more of a sort of get outside stretch defenses a little bit he's not that great between the tackles um but yeah charles gives you both and i say that's been the big loss so yeah yeah, having having hill in the backfield because he's not a small guy either that's the thing you have to remember with hill he's he's a well-built guy so he's, he's not like in the the anthony thomas mold where He's a quick guy, but he's small. He's a quick guy, but he's built, so he can handle that load as well. Yeah. And, you know, he's you know. I I think Hill gives that different. Uh, he gives other teams that that fear factor now, doesn't he? Because he's got he's got so many abilities. He can be wide receiver. He can be running back. He can. I think did they did they even see him lining up as a tight end at one point? Maybe a H back kind it, of thing. It, it, yeah. I think they just throw him around, don't they? Just to make sure that it gets the t- the other teams. You know, wondering what's happening next because he is a threat, and you you can just see that that even the punt 
you know, the punters are, are uh, you know, fear, fearing it coming back. And when, as we're on the um, conversation of speed, I think we have to give a shout out to the um, Arrowhead steward for, um, yes. tackle, <laughs> for his tackle. <laughs> it's next week. After what you have going on down in San Diego with their stewards last week. and then We're short a linebacker, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Definitely, but what what a tackle that was! Because um, I didn't. Marcus Peters was laughing yeah, at that. Marcus Peters on the sideline. <laughs> they cut the feed, didn't they? Because you could see uh, on the um, the game feed, you could see the guy run outside the, the play and then come back around the end zone and then start heading towards it. And you just see the guy, the steward, start going after him. And yeah, just yeah. as he was about to tackle him, they cut away from it. And I, I ended up, I didn't actually end up seeing the tackle until well into Boxing Day. <laughs> it's the reaction of Marcus Peters that gets me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. was he with Macklin at the time? Yeah, was him, on the sidelines. Yeah, Macklin and about. Barry, and it was Barry. Yeah, it was Barry. Yeah, that was it. Barry. <laughs> so, it was a good yeah. one. Oh, actually, yeah. uh, what a... <laughs> I just wish they showed things like that. Was it, was it even a Broncos yeah. fan? Yeah, I think I'm so. I'm sure yeah, he's yeah. wearing blue and orange. I think they've released his name. His name is Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even joking. His name's Alec Baldwin. The Alec Baldwin. <laughs> the Alec Baldwin. <laughs> the Alec Baldwin. Yeah. The Alec. Team America was actually coming after him. It wasn't. <laughs> Next part of the show is about the Arrowheads abroad update. Now that's this is over to Tom really uh, to give us a bit more of an update on on what Arrowheads abroad is doing. Um, apparently there is a thank you in there. There's a, a congratulations to the winner of the last man standing, and apparently you're playing flag football. So. Yeah, that's it. I've got a few things I need to tie up um, whilst I'm here. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to um, Alex Bonner. Um, I don't know if you know Alex. Alex is the guy that designs all of our, our logos and posters for events. Um, he doesn't charge. He does it all for free, and he's been he's been with the team pretty much since day one. And so uh, yeah, he, he's great. He, no matter what time. I uh, email him asking for something. He always tends to get back to me within a couple of hours. So this is a shout out to Alex um, for all of the artwork that he does. Thank you very much, Alex. Well done, Alex. Um, competitions wise, uh, congratulations to Luke Keith, or who won the last man standing competition. Um, I've spoken to Luke this week. There's a, a Chiefs t-shirt on the way to him. And congratulations yes. to Dougie Andrews, who won our fantasy league. Um, quite resoundingly, actually, because I think he, by the end of it, he's pretty much the only person playing. But... Um, was that the one yeah. I was in? No, he, he, he won that. Um, so there's a... What was his team uh, name? I can't remember. Hogless Tantrums. Ah, uh... um, oh, that, yeah, was ah, that was them. It's quite them. handy, actually, because um, Dougie only lives a 10-minute drive away from me, so I can go and drop the T-shirt off personally to his house and save on postage. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never met the guy, believe it or not. Uh, so there's a T-shirt on the way to um, Dougie. Uh, flag football is happening again this year. We've agreed with the UK Packers that we will be having flag football part three. Um, oh, is this the decider? Uh, well, it needs to be. Well, you say decider. Both years have been a tie so far. Um, yeah, hey, don't blame me for that. <laughs> yeah. You just end up going to the pub, yeah. don't you? you? Don't play. You throw the ball around a few bit, Mate, a few times. You go. Oh, I'm just got the tie. Just got the Sam pub. for last year. I don't know if he's listening, but Sam, if you are, it's all your fault. Yeah, well, basically, the, the first year we finished twenty one twenty one. The Chiefs, the Arrowheads, abroad team, made, st- uh, staged a comeback. Last year, it was roles reversed. Uh, the Arrowheads, abroad team, took out a big lead, and the UK Packers come along and um, trounced us in the second off. Barnet connection was uh, yeah. on fire. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, so yeah, same again this year. Super Bowl Sunday, uh, Regent's Park in London. 
uh, meet for one thirty. It doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter what size you are. I just um, just what age you are. Uh, I said that before, didn't I? Uh, it doesn't matter. Just a quick uh, question, sort of Tom. Because Regent's Park is quite a big place. Yes, a small um, specific uh, area of Regent Park. Okay, maybe? there's there's the hub in Regent's Park, which is a cafe. It's went in the middle of all the football pitches. Um, don't worry if we be advertising it on Facebook and Twitter and the website beforehand. Um, Alex, no doubt, will be doing a poster. Um, yeah, <laughs> get on it, yeah. Alex. <laughs> um, so yeah, one thirty Regent's Park on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, all welcome, all abilities. It's non-contact. It's it's flag football. Um, last year we had Graham Smith and his son play. His son was twelve, and Graham's Graham's must be clocking on fifty, I assume, forty, fifty, maybe. Um, Someone so, yeah, might be football. very upset when they listen to <laughs> yeah. the podcast. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said that really gingerly, didn't it's I? A, uh, he might be. Some, I, I take it all back. I'm sorry. He's he's about fifty, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's twenty nine. He just he just. Ages. Um, of an just, age. Just while we're chatting there, lads, I don't know if you. Yeah, I don't know if you've just seen. We've just had a, re, uh, a message coming through. Um, breaking news: Demetrius Harris fined 12k for celebration after Dontari poor touchdown pass, and also Chris Jones fined 18k for unnecessary roughness. Well, um, <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Sorry, who's fined for unnecessary roughness? Worth it. Chris Jones. 18k. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Oh, for that hit on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Um, They're going to find everyone. Yeah, yeah I'm not um, particularly bothered about either, to be honest. <laughs> and um, finally, back to the um, the Arrowheads Abroad thing. Obviously, we're about to enter year five of Arrowheads Abroad, um, which is an achievement in itself. But the, the main event is we, we're looking to um, run a trip to Kansas City itself. We've um, got a partnership with Sports Travel Tours, which is a great organisation that run trips all across the States. Um, for any major US sport um, we are taking deposits now the deposit is um, £100 um, but just it's just to help you feel like you're saving obviously the, the date and uh, game of the trip won't get decided until May when the schedule comes out um, we've got plenty of people signed up already so it's looking like it's going to be a good turnout um, if you need more information just head to the website or message one of us on um Facebook and Twitter, and we can answer any questions or concerns that you might have. Just to clarify, it is likely to be late September, early October, though. That's we. That's what we're looking at. Late September, early October. Obviously, price is going to determine because it's going to be a group decision um, where we go and um, what time we go. Obviously, if it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper to go in October, November. Uh, and say if we get the better game then we we will go we will be going then um but it's all going to be a group decision um so yeah i know the rules would be nice but on the on the on the other side if you go in november december you get the jayhawks don't you so um and you'll see you still you get college football all the way through um yeah that's it budget wise you're looking around 1500 pound um if you can share a room it does work out a little bit cheaper, but again, that's going into nitty gritty details. Um, if you do have any questions, just drop me a line on Facebook or Twitter, and um, I'm see where I can help you. And you don't, it's, there's no obligation to uh, to go, even though you've paid your deposit. No, no, it's a, it's a it's a refundable deposit apparently. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah if you pay a hundred pounds, uh, just to feel like you've got somewhere if you want to start adding to it, because you can carry on paying more money if you want to. 
up until May. Um, so yeah, just to feel like you've got started, you can pay this deposit. But um, can you work out a one-way ticket? <laughs> one-way ticket. <laughs> one-way ticket. Get me out Wait, of is here. That, is that, is that <laughs> I don't know. They've got the, Trump uh, coming next year. I'm not sure if a yeah. one-way ticket. Oh <laughs> god, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I assume, yeah. Book a return. Well, obviously, the Chiefs are going to listen to this podcast, and we're going to go out there, and they're not going to let us uh, leave. They're going to make us see the official Chiefs podcast, right? Hey, I'd be yeah, done with that. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Uh, yeah, maybe we just have Mitch sitting alongside Mitch. We'd sack Brad and get Mitch in instead. Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> <bad, yeah. laughs> hey, I can do it. I can do a Kansas City. Go on, do, do your best, that. Do your best impression right now. Go on. Oh no, you put Dave, me on the spot now. He's embarrassed, man. You, you embarrassed <laughs> him. <laughs> Touchdown, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's actually just fire Tom and get Mitch in. Yep. No, go on. Yeah. Mitch, I'm coming for you. It will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> never happen. Anyway, moving on. Um, is, is that everything from the Arrowheads Abroad update, Tom? Yeah, that's Tom? everything. Is Obviously, that what it, it is? won't be as long as, uh, as that normally. But we just had a, f- a few right. things I wanted to get off my chest, shall we say. Get off your chest. Well done, mate. Well done. Um, right, okay. Next part of the show is just general chat. This is this is part of the show where we discuss general things like what movies we saw at the weekend, places we visited, new purchases, etc. Um, plus, is the this is the only section where we can really go to town on our pet hates in life. Now, I'm going to bring up a topic on this one. I'm going to actually mention um, the celebrities of 2016 because <laughs> it seems oh, to be a hot depths. topic at the minute. How many... Have we lost this year? It's 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 getting ridiculous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, for like I I have been sad with the deaths obviously throughout this year. We have yeah. lost some legends, but the um, the Carrie Fisher run it was the first one that yeah. really really got to me um, this year. Yeah. Obviously, Prince was Prince was another one. Muhammad Ali, Alan Rickman, man, that was the one that uh, hit me. Alan yeah. Rickman, because I'm yeah. a I'm a big Wilder. Harry Potter fan. Okay, so you know, like he. Growing up with him playing Snape in the Harry Potter films, that was you know Crazy, obviously it? Hans Gruber. It's Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's definitely a Christmas movie. Um, it is, but yeah, it's been been a rough year, man. Um, you know Brexit. Oh, it's been rough. And then <laughs> Trump. Brexit. <laughs> it, yeah. I wonder you know, how much worse it could get in 2017. It can't. Well, like you say, it? I mean the. the other other celebs like Gene Wilder, yeah. who's um, he's been in so many films in the eighties and that that I knew about. You know, with um, what's his name, the other one, uh, the other comedian, I've forgotten his name now. No, he died. No, it was I've forgotten his name anyway. But yeah, Gene Wilder, he was um, he was Charlie and the yeah, Chocolate Factory, wasn't he? He, he Willy was, Wonka. He was Mr. Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's there's been a lot of uh, sadness throughout the year, really, and um, obviously Star Wars themed. That you we mentioned uh, Star Wars. We all like Star Wars, obviously, from our last podcast. But uh, yeah, Carrie Fisher was a was was the kind of final one where we thought, oh, can, can it get any worse this year? I mean, there's, there's like two days left. I, I think there is. Now, I think um, 2016. I've seen a few tweets and Facebook posts, obviously um, trying to make it light-hearted, but trying to lock up David Attenborough. For the next, yeah, for the next two yeah. days, because he 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 will be a very sad one. He is a national treasure. Obviously, I'm, I'm not too sure if our American followers will be particularly uh, aware of of him. Everybody's seen work. Planet Earth, right? So well, I, I don't know. Yeah, of course they have. Must have. Maybe I'm not too sure. Um, but the the other Star Wars connection was uh, was it Kenny Baker? Yeah, he, yeah, Kenny Baker. 
he went in for October, wasn't it? October, September. Yeah. yeah. So. Just uh, very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I suppose yeah, it's a bit of a bum note that, isn't it? Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a brilliant topic. <laughs> what a brilliant topic, Brad. Well done. Moving on. Um, next matchup. Just quickly, Glads. Um, how do you see the game turning out? First, Dave. Uh, it's I. I can't see anything past the Chiefs win. I think it'll be Chiefs reasonably win. comfortable and probably. I will. I will go thirty-one to ten, Chiefs. All right, quite confident then. Um, Tom, uh, twenty-seven thirteen, KC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would be our strengths and weaknesses against the Chargers? Uh, pass rush, for sure. Um, I think yeah. we should be able to get plenty of pressure on Rivers. Um, weakness all depends if Melvin Gordon's healthy or not. If he plays. These could he could he be a factor? Stop. Sorry, could he actually play? Yeah, he, he, he's Melvin Gordon could actually play. Could he? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, question, he's been questionable, but he's been practicing in a limited. Uh, I didn't know that capacity this week, so he'll be the big one. If he's not playing, then that makes a big difference, um, and the game suddenly becomes a lot easier without him on the field. Yeah. So, exactly, yeah, that'll be an interesting thing to see going into Sunday. So, uh, obviously, you mentioned score predictions before. Obviously, 31-10 for Dave. Tom, what did you have for yours? Uh, 27-13. 27-13. Yourself? I'm writing these down, actually, as I go. Well, so you I can come back next week and tell us I how wrong we all be... were. Or... Yeah, of course. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be something close, like 21-14, something like that, or 21-17. I'll go 21-17. I'll go with that, I think. I think it'd be quite And you say, one. I'm the down. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm just playing caution, you know? Playing caution. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to write that down. 21-17 for me. Um, so Dave's the ever the optimist on that one. Well, that's it from us this week, lads. Uh, thanks to Tom and Dave for their input. And a huge thank you to those that sent in questions for us to answer. And last but not least, thank you to our listeners for downloading the podcast and giving us the, just a piece of their time. Now, remember, guys, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on Facebook by searching for Our Heads Abroad, or you can chat with us on Twitter at KCChiefs underscore UK. And also, don't forget to visit the website www.kcchiefsuk.co.uk. So, until next week, Tomahawks up, Chiefs, and uh, we'll speak to you again after the Chargers game. Thanks a lot. Bye. Are you ready? Let's do this. Yes. No, no, no. Bastard. Stop! Wait! It's happening! Aren't we meant to be starting with a... Baby! Um... I'm having a baby! Behave, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to start this. She's going to call her mini-me. Right, I'm going to throw this in at the end. This will be our outro. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, shush, 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 shush. Serious faces. <laughs> shush. Woosa. This isn't going to start for minutes, is it? <laughs> right, get out of your system, silly bollocks. <laughs> I thought he was meant to be watching college. I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs>